That was when I remembered everything. It was, oh, one year ago. I had gotten hold of a real Ganymede rock lobster. I hid it in the fridge in the stockroom so no one else would eat it. But I had forgotten about it and left it there for a whole year. I wonder what it looks like in there now. That's the story. And what was the real lesson? Don't leave things in the fridge. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, juggalos, juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike and... Shmeave! What's going on, everybody? Shmeave, how you doing? I'm doing. How you doing? I am also doing. I am, I'm doing so... Eh. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> That's the best way that I can say it. <laughs> Well, let me tell you something. I had an experience yesterday. I so this this came about for for stupid reasons, as most things do. Yeah. Uh, where on Thursday, uh, we had we had like a, a little bit of a, a back and forth and stuff going on 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 our Twitter with some people because of <laughs> somebody who got <laughs> really frustrated, I guess, with the state of Juggalo podcasts. <laughs> Just really sorry to hear that we're not all garbage, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that we don't just uncritically listen to them and go, yeah, great. Wow. Wonderful. Just, just, so, just jerking ICP off at every turn. But uh, dur during that talk, uh, the the host of the What is a Juggalo podcast uh, dropped in for a little bit. And later I noticed on the What is a Juggalo podcast page uh I get it's possible that this was the reason that they decided to to start doing episodes again because they'd been on a break for a while and they asked uh, they were they were asking for juggalos to come on and I was like what about a non juggalo who co hosts a juggalo podcast <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before they could contact their own lawyers about it uh, the amazing Jekyll buddies uh, vouched for me uh, on behalf like. They they contacted their own lawyers apparently uh, mm. to to get a get the go ahead to have me on someone else's show. <laughs> so because of that, yesterday I spent an hour chatting with Robert Tidwell of the What Is a Juggalo podcast. Uh, it was a good time. It's a good time just chatting about life stuff and how that relates to you know my experiences with ICP and related things it's a really good podcast um i checked it out myself and i learned stuff about my buddy that i didn't know yeah so take that as you will clearly you, you i'm not a good learn, enough friend you can to, learn to where my name came from that is literally what i said <laughs> i said i said to you today i was like I'm not gonna lie i never knew how you got your nickname yeah. so well, go yeah. figure go go take a listen to them they they just 
literally their whole thing is just chatting with juggalos and just getting getting life stories out of them not so much it's it's less about icp and all them and more so about the you know the people who are into them in some fashion or another experiences and and whatnot yeah it's it's cool they've chatted with uh with one of the dim carnival guys They, they chatted with the homie jiggles that's how i knew about them um yeah it's it's a good time cool guy lots of fun for sure so yeah go ahead and check that out maybe someday Um, mike will be a real enough juggalo to appear on that yeah but you know we we all know that i am the least juggalo of all juggalos i mean with the current complete inability to go to the gathering it's gonna be put off for a long time don't you realize you clearly did not read the intro that i had made for our gathering 2005 ep i have been to every single gathering i've even been to every single gathering that hasn't happened so you can't tell me didn't you listen to our intro where you didn't make it to your first one because you got hit by shaggy in his golf cart (laughs) (laughs) that true story never oscar uh, winning never never paid my uh my hospital bills for that well he wouldn't (laughs) (sighs) but you know what Vehicular uh, attempted homicide uh, aside, what are we talking about today, my buddy? You were asking, you asked me that. I thought you were going to say it honestly, and my mind fucking blanked for a sec. But luckily, I looked down (laughs) at my notes and I saw that we are talking today about Forgotten Freshness Volume 4, which, as I understand it, is the first album that you bought from ICP. This is. So, I have mentioned this before, but for anybody who maybe didn't hear um, way back, I think it might have been like on our on our like pre Wraith episode, probably. Um, but yes, this is the first ICP album that I ever purchased. I did not get you know Riddlebox or Malenko, a lot of people's go to first albums. Why? Uh, it's because I worked a very shitty job and did not get a lot of money. So when I was starting to get into this music, obviously I had like LimeWire at the time and I was able to download some songs here and there. Um, I had gone to my local uh, FYE and was looking around and found this, which has two CDs in it. We're going to talk about the first CD today. 30 songs and it was only like 13 bucks. Now, nowadays I'm becoming more of a quantity over quality person. That said, I wanted something that was going to give me, oh, wait, no, I, I screwed that up. I'm a quality over quantity person. There you go. Oh, I'm... I mean, I don't believe you, but. <laughs> Trust me, with as much music as I've gotten nowadays, you'd be surprised. Anyways, back then I was like, I want to get as much music as I possibly can to get into these guys and, and you know, understand a bit more. Um. I even told Violent J this himself. Um, very first time I ever met ICP uh, on the American Psychos tour. And, you know, he straight up asked me, like, what was the first one you grabbed? And I said, Forgotten Freshness 4. And he kind of gave, like, a, wait, really? And I was like, I was broke as shit. And I wanted as much music as possible at the get-go. And he asked you know, the I same question pre- that's on my mind. And you kept buying the music after this. Which, again... Think of this. If I could become a fan with this being the first physical album that I purchased. How low could your standards possibly be? Exactly. <laughs> I actually, um, I was talking to um, 
I think it was Blade I was talking to when I said that I actually do enjoy this album um, quite a okay. bit. There is some there is some nostalgia to it, but this more than any of the other Forgotten Freshness albums that we've covered so far has a wider range of the time frame for ICP's history. And because of that, I was able to really see like what their style was in the past and, you know, what it evolved into. So partially because of the, again, the second disc that's in here, that'll be our next episode. We're not going to cover 30 fucking songs in one episode. It ain't happening. It's, it's never happening. We, we, Cut shit off during Psychopathics from Our Space Volume 2. Good God, we did. <sighs> Fuck. Um, so yeah. Any of these really like big double disc things, they're not gonna be all one episode. We nope. know this. But yeah, this came out uh in the fall of 2005. So this is the last release in I think there were more releases in 2005 than any other uh period in Psychopathics history at that point. It might honestly be the most releases that the label has ever had in a year because hmm. um, we covered eight now this is fucking bonkers <laughs> um as we did on prior forgotten freshnesses and cryptic collections there are uh, little notes about each track so whenever we do our little you know minute or so listen we will uh, i'll go ahead and I'll, I'll spit that shit off and then we'll go into our discussion um that said, the intro does kind of go right into track two. Yeah, we'll so just, just listen to those straight. So we'll just listen to those straight through and then do that. But before, before we do that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we gotta do the same thing that we do every episode. We gotta crack open a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have, buddy? Well, as I said, uh, I was out of Fago today. Uh, and I was saying I would have to, you I'd have to go me. and get some. So I braved the elements, uh, the elements of wood and plaster that makes up my staircase, uh, to go down to the to the kitchen and get one of my Mountain Dews because I don't want to leave the house right now. Uh, the most that I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the house to get to my car and drive somewhere to have food delivered to my car because I don't want to step out of it, and go anywhere right now. So, but I've, I'm but, gonna I'm gonna do the do. But Shaggy said, "Fago, fuck Mountain Dew." Yeah. Well, okay. If you go and listen to uh, my appearance on the What Is a Juggalo podcast, you know Shaggy can go fuck himself <laughs> 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 along with Jay. <laughs> I have a Fago root beer. Nice. I was honestly going to try and Good see vintage. if I could find if I could find the very first flavor that I ever had to kind of just bring us all full circle. Can't find black cherry nowhere. No? Kind of bummed. That's why. I think that Sheets used to carry it, but then again, Sheets doesn't even did. carry Fago anymore because they're bitches. Yeah. Oh, really? And they, have, they stopped carrying Fago? That's fine. They don't carry Fago. They have their own cheap-ass soda. I haven't set foot inside one for a very long time as long as I haven't had to because I can just get stuff delivered out to me. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, they don't have it. I feel, I, like the, um, now. I feel like the corner right? store used to stock Black Cherry whenever they were doing that. I think they're back to having Fago. They've replaced oh, it for a while, but I, I've like never I gone. I've it. only gone in there like a few times, but like I go to Speedway now, except l- some of the last couple times I've gone, I've gotten expired Fago, <laughs> which happened last night. I was in line and noticed that the peach Fago that I had had expired 
the day before, and I said, well, I'll drink that first. This is going to be a disappointment all around, so let's crack them open. That radioactive goodness. (laughs) Let's jump into it. Track one, intro. So this was originally uh, an interstitial on something. Tunnel of Love. Tunnel of Love. I pointed out back then that I was like, man, I love this fucking beat. Okay. And guess what? Still love this fucking beat. <laughs> I forgot about him. He hasn't been around for a while, I think. I don't know. That sucks. He should have been somewhere. He belongs there. Mike's just having a blast. I'm fucking jamming the fuck out. I don't even care. I love this fucking beat. I want this to be like a Calliope song again. In fucking years. And this is the people. about uh the the background on this track i'm gonna throw out my guesses for it right because i know that several of these tracks were made to be on forgotten freshness volume four i would guess that this is either one of those or it was an outtake from the calm so i'm gonna go ahead and talk about this and then we'll go into that okay (laughs) all right so for the intro This is some old freshness, dug up, discovered, and delivered right to you just as it was recorded in 1996. This was the original intro to the Tunnel of Love EP, but it was later scrapped and a different intro was made. Now this intro, the original, will finally be heard, and bumped no doubt, right here on FF4. we, We do point out that, yes, this was actually put into one of the hidden tracks at the very end. 
um, on Tunnel of Love. Mm-hmm. I think I might have even mentioned that we were going to hear this again. <laughs> you probably did. Yeah, so, I, 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 in my notes, I was just like, I've heard this somewhere before. Probably Ringmaster. I was wrong, but it was close. Yeah, same yep. general area. So there's that. Now the people. This special song was created just for the FF4 album. There it is. It's a shout out to all the people that are still down with the clowns, especially after all six Joker cards have now surfaced. The song's for the very people waiting to see what's next. ICP loves them for that. The song is a tribute and a showing of real appreciation from ICP to the people who enjoy listening to their music. ICP and a team of 20 Psychopathic Records ninjas are greatly thankful for their everlasting love and support. The people is a clown love dapped to juggalos no matter who or where they are in the world today. Yeah. So, I didn't notice this until just now, but this actually, I would have thought that, yes, this would have been, like, an, uh, it could have been an outtake from the calm. However, yeah. the calm was entirely done by ICP. Um, whereas this, uh, the track itself was produced by Fritz. Fritz? Okay. Um, That's an interesting one. Yeah. I, I can hear a um, bit of his his kind of weirder style there, but it, it, it sounds close to, it's like a cross between a Mike P and a Fritz here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then um, for a lot of the tracks on here, you're also going to see additional production by Team Supreme, which we mentioned before is ICP, Lavelle, and Esham. Um, So this is honestly kind of an interesting track to, like, open with. Yeah. Um, Just stylistically. Like, it (laughs) – again, this is the first album that I bought by them, and for this to be one of the first things I hear – Right. Um, you know, where I'm under the impression these guys rap about murder and and bugs on their nuts. Yeah, for the, <laughs> like, this, this one that comes off like it would either be like a mid album or this would be one of their not as good, but still decent closers that they would ride yeah. off with. Totally, totally. Um, but I enjoy it. I enjoy this a lot. It has just there's there's like no negative vibe to it it's really it's just very feel good it's another it's another one of those ones where you listen to it and you're like this is like another early draft of miracles they were working on it the whole time <laughs> got got those got those nice trade-offs mm-hmm. love them there's a good love line them. in there I, I don't care if people were ever are gonna get tired of us saying it like anytime it comes up i'm gonna fucking point it out i like the trade-offs <laughs> there's a good line um, in there where he says something about throwing rocks in the sky leaving craters on the moon that's cool as like a you know one of those uh you know small actions big effects kind of things. I dig those. For sure. Um what else? The only thing that that kind of just uh I don't care for as much is that there's an outro to it. Um and by an outro I mean like the the track is just going and then Shaggy is just for, for my people doing this, for my people doing this, that goes on for like a while. <laughs> like we get it, it's for the people. It's an outro. That's it. So <laughs> just, it just it it's, goes. It's an outro, and they got very confused about what that means. <laughs> just like outro, so, it yeah. goes after the intro, right? Intro then yeah. outro. <laughs> it makes sense, right? So yeah, it just it kind of drags. And that's the last track on the album. We're done. Bye, guys. <laughs> So uh, if you want to go to 320, there is a skit, and that will go into track three. I feel like I don't want to go to 320. Nah, it's okay. That's what I thought. 
Track three, Clown Walk. Limp Biscuit released the song Rollin'. And five years later, ICP said to themselves, What if we could do something like that in one of our hooks? This song was originally made in early 05 for the sole reason of playing it at hatchet parties. It was created for concert after parties, record release parties, or whatever. ICP thought it'd be fresh to see all the juggalos in the house all doing the clown walk. The song was never actually intended to be released, but once they finished the song, they realized it's just too fresh not to be released. Shaggy 2 Dope made the beat one night, and everybody in the studio all invented the clown walk dance right then and there on the spot. So, I was trying to work out the the way that this is supposed to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because, you know, I couldn't tell if some of like the backing vocals on this are just echoing and you're not supposed to repeat the thing or if you're supposed yeah. to really do it that many times. Is it are in you fact, supposed to stomp twice in yeah, a row? <laughs> do you stomp twice in a row? Do you do a 180 and then also turn around again right after that? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of vague. Um, like this is no cha-cha slide. No, <laughs> where we know you always know what straight to do. up, yeah, you you know what to do for all of those. It's not even a cupid shuffle, which I fucking hate. But at least that kind of gives you a little bit more direction. <laughs> this is very vague. I want to know. Um, like they said, it was supposed to be for like after parties or anything. Is there any footage out there of? It's a good question. You know, parties or or whatnot, and people doing this because I would actually love to see it. So if anybody is aware of them, please, like, send us a link, like, post it, like, on the, the comments or whatever of, of the episode when we post it up and everything, because uh, I would be very, very interested to look, uh, or see it, rather, uh, not do the looking myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. If you search ICP after party on Google, you get um, increased cranial pressure responses. <laughs> That's not helpful. No, it's not. So what do you think about the instrumental done by done by one Shaggy Two Dope? It's all right. I didn't realize that he did like a lot of the just 
production, like overall production himself. Yeah. It just has like a very um like I feel like I would hear it in like an old video game. <laughs> I don't know why. Like it's got a very MIDI sound to it. The, yeah, the, there's definitely a thing to the to the tone of it. The timbre, if you will. It just sounds like kind of grimy. <laughs> that that too, <laughs> like, yeah. And and I don't I don't know if I like it, but that's just me personally. No, I mean it's all right. It's it's an all right, uh, all right produced track. But it is just ICP's rolling. <laughs> yeah. Look at them. It's not as hype. Just, and Violent J said he wasn't trying to play the fuck out like Fred Durst. Yeah. Way back on the greatest posse cut we've ever heard in our lives. I don't remember. Was that was Ninjas that on in action? Ninjas in action. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were being serious about that or not. <laughs> it's it's the it's, it's the final line of his second verse. I I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> it's been a minute. Shame on you. Now 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 as a palate cleanser, we're gonna have to listen to Ninjas in Action. You know, it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. I think that we're good on Clown Walk. I think so. Up next, track, track four, four. If I was king. November of 2004. After ICP had just gotten home from the Hell's Pit tour, Jay and Shaggy had that crazy urge to hit the studio after all that road time. It's a dope-ass song that almost got forgotten about completely until we were luckily rediscovered its file at the last minute. Team Supreme put a final mix on it, and it's official. How you like FF Net 4 now, biatch? Really? <laughs> That's what it says. Oh, okay. <laughs> The sample for this song is Rasputin by Boney M. Yeah. And uh, I think that that's, that track has actually shown up on TikTok like fairly recently. Like really? people are, are doing TikTok vids to it. So it's really funny whenever I'm like, oh, I'm familiar with this song because ICP ganked it. <laughs> God. So like who wouldn't have to worry about a damn thing? Because it sounds like many people have some concerns with this kingship being put in place. I, I don't know what you're talking about. It seems, it seems like there that, are still some problems and stuff. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, you know? there could be worse kings. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they were just like, what if we just America'd harder? 
he's literally just like, we're just gonna take everybody's land. It's like, motherfucker, there's already a place doing that. You, <laughs> you're doing the same shit again. <laughs> you're just, you're just escalating it. You're, you're taking away all the pretense of pretending that you have to, you know, like say it's about something else. You're just saying like you're just being more upfront about <laughs> it, which I guess I'll give you props for that, but. <laughs> I uh some of the some of them are, are honestly kind of funny to me. I like um Jay saying uh he'd just shoot random arrows into the city. <laughs> if I was king, I'd shoot arrows into my city. If they hit somebody, then they luck was shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like don't have to worry about oh, a damn thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, this minor inconvenience of being arrowed in my shoulder. <laughs> uh Oh, good benevolent king. <laughs> anyway, yeah, free the hookers, but you can actually leave the pimps. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, they they don't they don't need anything. Um, you, you can release all of them, but but the way that it works is like like hookers have the uh, route that takes them to the elevator. Pimps have the route that takes them just to the sheer drop off out a window. Oh, 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 boom! Problem solved. Well, one problem. I would rather uh, that ICP revisit this song and talk about how they're going to just make a, a good socialistic <laughs> society. <laughs> I want them to revisit this and talk about how they're trying to do exactly what they're doing in this song, but they're starting by making their compound where their employees live. <laughs> Clown compound coming soon. God. <laughs> um... And uh, just to point out, uh, this was uh, written and produced by ICP, so they made this one too. Oh. Which honestly, props to them—they did a good job, like working the sample. Mm -hmm. So, I like this one a lot, honestly. Um, I I just think it's who all it's, is on that hook. Is it just them? It does say that additional voices by Kamal. I don't know who that is. Huh. That's all I could think of well there you go i mean on the on the chorus it's still like jay and shaggy right it sounds like there's somebody else in there i don't know i think they may have just doubled jay's vocals on it uh, um it sounds like i mean what, I when, when i say it sounds like there's somebody else in there i know that there's a possibility that there are more than two voices and it can still be them what i mean is i hear a voice in there that does not sound like one of the two no. I, I'm Jay very just, familiar Jay with just, audio editing and layering Jay just, vocals, Mike. Jay, Jay, just, Jay just put an effect on. He was like, <laughs> I'm going to throw off this motherfucker in 16 years. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Track number five, Dear ICP. Here we go. Dear ICP, I was wondering if you could help me. I've been involved in a relationship for several years now. I don't know what that feels from at the beginning now, of it because and, uh, they, I feel I like I've heard that jack a thousand different else, things. Right? I think it actually is. So I want to oh, yeah. stay with the girls. You know, I feel real hurt over this. Um, what should I do? Smack that bitch when I cross the lips. Cause she ain't nothing but a filthy bitch. Beat that freak in the head with a sitting up block. Black in her eyes, you move a TikTok. Cause I really don't give a fuck. Except when I'm trying to put her in the book Shit, I said nothing Somebody left a load in a belly button How you gonna say 
Before you start talking, I already know, or at least I'm pretty sure, as long as I wasn't lied to, that this was scrapped from the Ringmaster, and that was a good idea. This piece of art is ancient. This track has never been heard before, and it's from way back in the days of 1993. Song was recorded for the Ringmaster album, but it was never used. It was just too sloppy and crazy. There's no telling what was going on, what was going through the minds of the Wicked Clowns in the early 90s, and there's no telling today either. This song is plain truthful evidence that ICP has been on some other shit since day one. I, there's actually what an other alternate shit? version of this. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't know. Um... But there is an alternate version of this song. Um, it's just straight up called Dear Too Dope. It was never put on anything else. You can find it online. Um, and there are some slight differences. Um, but they're very, very minor. Oh. Um, the Ringmaster was better for not having this on it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like out of like some of those earlier albums that we've talked about, like you have a, a minor fondness for Ringmaster yeah. just because of what... Like it did for, like, because their, it like was their a, image or their lore. Well, it was or because whatever. it was just a fun album. It had good songs on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's there was like, good stuff to well, find in there. Like bugs on my nuts. Yeah, like bugs on my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually, but yeah, it, it was an okay track on there. That was good. Yeah. It had the loons. It had all that other fucking shit. It had fucking Southwest wagon, song. Wagon wagon wagon. Ringmaster does need to get more uh it needs more props. But yeah, this is this is one of the reasons why I say like this has one of the longest ranges of any of the Forgotten Freshnesses because you have something all the way from 1993 up until 2005. So, literally a 12-year gap and you can hear shit that they were doing way back fucking then and see how they evolved. They did That's some where we want to use. Did some spring cleaning and found all this found found all this stuff before they threw it out. Yeah. So, this, I mean, yeah, you can tell based on the production and, and Shaggy's voice um, when uh, when this would have been made. And yeah, it is kind of weird that this was kind of scrapped from Ringmaster. I'm very surprised they wouldn't have maybe tossed it on to, um, like, Terror Wheel or something. Mm. Um, you know, I feel like there's stuff on Terror Wheel that we probably could have switched this out for. I don't remember what was on Terror Wheel. uh, Dead Body Man. (laughs) I take that over this. (laughs) Um. No, Ninja was on uh, Tunnel of Love. I have to double check. Terror Wheel is the one that I'm honestly like. Terror Wheel was a good one. Didn't it have? uh, It had Amy's in the Attic, didn't it? Yes, Amy's Terror Wheel was on that one. Um, the smog was on that one. I, I remember well. Terror Wheel being a pretty good album, pretty good short EP. That was it's it's that it's been tough. a while, and that's the one EP that I probably have the least amount of. Anyway, the point is, this album so. continues the trend of ICP having a questionable understanding of anatomy, uh, and a big old nut fixation as as they have had for forever, and uh, you know they're. <laughs> The ICP thing. The stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Just this whole. Okay, so let's let's roll through these letters that they get here, right? 
right? First yeah. first one, first verse, we got a dude who's like, I think my girlfriend's cheating on me. And they're like, you should beat the shit out of her. Uh, the second one is like a girl who's like, I really like this guy, but I don't know if I want to fuck him yet. And they're like, well, you should. Fuck you. Yeah. He'll probably be going out and fucking somebody else anyway, and that's fine. Yep. <laughs> and then the third one is just like... okay. The third one bothers me because they didn't give an actual answer. Uh, wait, they did somewhere in there. I don't remember. It's been a minute. I, and by a minute, I mean I literally listened to it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't give an actual reason for the last one. Anyway. They didn't give, a, they didn't give an answer. Whenever you do the things that they do in, the, in these first two uh, verses and, you know, you, you force certain roles on certain people in society, uh, it kind of really allows you to dehumanize them and remove their agency in things. Like they do. <laughs> it sucks. I hate it. And that's why they're not really on any new shit. They're on the same shit that people were back in that time and still today. Yeah. We we need to remember that, like, so 93. We need to remember that, Carnival like, women are human beings, right? <laughs> what? I know, it's hard to hard to wrap your head around. Turns out. They're people. Mike's going to need some time to process this. going to need to have, have a sit down, talk with his girlfriend, listen for the first time. Uh, it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird whenever you, hear, whenever you actually like hear her and you start parsing that she's saying words and they mean things. She's been speaking English the whole time. Shocking. I, I don't know how I can continue. It's like when Bruce Willis found out he was dead at the end of the sixth sense. Wait, what? Sorry, Die Hard. My bad. Wrong movie. Track six, Madhouse with Tech Nine. To the madhouse. Ghosts wail and moan. Skeletons rattle, trying to escape their imprisoning coffins. Grimacing skulls gasp a death breath. You have entered the nightmare. Get a little tech in here. 
I'm gonna okay. let him go for, for a few bars. So many dimensions in my encephal, these levels are dense and devil. Ain't been alright since the ghetto, better wait till my temper settle. Cause my mind is a madhouse, the knife and a spaz out. Player haters don't throw stones if you grind in a glass house. Sometimes when I lash yeah. out, I pass out. Get that, get that first line out of him there. This bad boy was recorded exclusively for FF4. ICP and Tech 9 together make for a devastating concert, and they're just as explosive together on a track. Juggalos have waited for this very song for years. Tech 9 was kind enough to lace it up for the Wicked Clowns in FF4. Ninjas can expect more ICP and Tech 9 flavor coming in the near future. This is just something to set it off for you. Can they expect that? So, this isn't the first track that icp and tech did together okay um have we we'll heard, actually I feel covered like we've that heard, oh we, we haven't heard it yet no okay so it will be actually on our next episode oh but that was a big track with a lot of people on it uh, okay so this is the first you know exclusively icp and tech um they would only aside from that do one other song together and it's one that i know and it's one that you know yeah. so it's pretty good um, it's yeah, um, so it's it's very um, it's very interesting um, to think because Tech Nine had actually toured with ICP on I think it was the Wicked Wonka tour, mm-hmm. uh, which was in two thousand and three. Um, they he may have also toured with them on Hell's Pit. I don't know for sure, but like you gotta you gotta remember. I mean, back then Tech Nine was not a massive draw like he is nowadays. I right. mean, Tech is fucking huge in, in the last decade. He has expanded so much more than just, you know, diehard fans um, and, and juggalos. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> take it as you will when, when Violent J says, you know, oh, yeah, this guy, people were, you know, people weren't really feeling him. And then, you know, we brought him along and then he had a, a following. Yes, juggalos did latch on to Tech 9 early on but they were not exclusively <laughs> the people who were following his music. So when people, when Juggalos are like, oh, Tech 9 doesn't give a shit about Juggalos anymore. Shut the fuck up. He, just, just stop. He always had his own cult to go to. Go to. Like, he wasn't really into... <laughs> he was building the technicians early on. Um, now, so this was made in 2005, which is the year before one of my favorite Tech 9 albums came out. This is when he's really starting to develop. Um, and that was Ever Ready. Yeah. So, yeah. Ever Ready's so fucking good. It's a really good album. Um, this is... Uh, but this song... This, this is an interesting thing because, like, whenever I listened to this and I, I, I got to his verse, I was like, this feels... Like, Tech is a is a talented rapper. Like, yes. very capable. Mm-hmm. But... If you listen to him enough, you can almost hear where he's going to take something before he goes there sometimes. <laughs> and this is one of those where, like, I, I hear this and I'm like, this is a very standard, serviceable tech verse. Like, if, I, if I'm going to hear tech on something, this is basically what I expect to hear in his... He he has a very specific way to craft and build to, you know, these these specific lines that he drops and the way that he does them. Like his flow has a it just has a certain way that it goes that you can expect. Mm-hmm. It's 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 an interesting one. It's also something that 
and and this isn't necessarily me like berating his style or anything, but Tech Nine, I think whenever he works with somebody or does a verse for somebody that is how do I wanna how do I wanna word it? Where it's outside of like his norm. Mm-hmm. Like, this was at a period where a lot of people were, like, drawn to tech because of what he did on, like, Angelic, which is, in some levels, horrorcore. Um, and so they kind of expect that from him. Yeah. And so him working with Twisted back on Green Book with Serial Killer, him working with ICP on this, and, and other artists of the same ilk, it was kind of a cut and paste of this is a generic tech nine verse that he mm-hmm. can make but sprinkle in a little bit to kind of tie it to the rest of the song but if you would have put this verse in a completely different icp song i feel like it could have fit yeah there is i, a, I just um... think that tech is very very general when he's working with people that aren't ones that he wants to actually go for this is not him like oh i'm gonna work on an e40 track or i'm gonna work on you know at this point he'd already he had literally done a song with tupac he had worked with you know other people who were significant in the rap game he worked with d12 um for absolute power he worked with all these other people it just seems like it was trying to put him in a box for this song. Yeah. And it almost comes off a bit clumsy there, in a way. There was a, uh, so whenever, uh, whenever our, our podcast Papa's Roach Coach covered the corn album Issues, mm-hmm. and I listened to that, what was going through my mind through most of that album, because I, I don't think I ever listened to Issues myself. I don't have a copy of it or anything like that. I never got that big into corn. But what I realized as that album went on was that corn at that point in their careers had learned and worked out what a corn song is and what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. And that's what they made on this album. And so it's not like, you know, whenever corn came out, like that sound is fresh, you know, like you, you listen to that and you're like, this is new shit. Nobody Nothing has ever done like something corn. like this. And by that, by the time that they had started into issues, like, don't get me wrong, falling away from me, baller fucking song, make me bad, fucking rules. But they are also just like, they're just, they're corn songs. Like, you listen to them and like, this is a formulaic, this is just, this is how corn makes a song. They could practically phone it in and they would come up with that sound. <laughs> if you put, and, and, like to to build on that if you've never listened to uh the corn greatest hits album ooh it is almost impossible if you if you've never bought a corn album to say okay well what songs were on different albums right <laughs> genuinely i had bought that and the only album that i had before that was um uh follow the leader and their sound is so unique that you know it's corn, but it is also something that they have perfected in a way that up until I think probably the last maybe six or seven years with the last couple of releases that they did where they've kind of experimented in a different direction, 
a lot of the stuff sounds like, oh, they were just making more songs. Yeah, Freak on a Leash nothing... would fit right in with anything off of Issues. Like, <laughs> Twisted Transistor. Yeah. Like, from 2004 or 2005, something like that. Like, like you, you might hear a little bit more, like, this is almost kind of poppy mixed like along with their yeah. sound but it's still just like this is a corn song this is this is what mm-hmm. it sounds like and that's what i hear in text verse more that's what i was getting at ultimately was was that kind yeah. of thing it, it is it is he he knows what a tech verse sounds like he knows the build-ups to the, the the ways that he's going to rap something and he just fucking does it i don't even know if he has to really think too hard about it at this point and then also no Shaggy idea. has like interesting things going on in his verse aside from the really blatant homophobia. Um, and that's right. And Jay is there. Uh, there you go. Oh man, you know what? I totally I forgot that there was a skit at the end of the last. Track. Yeah, we don't need to hear it. Uh, anyway, the the house. See, the wow. Mad House is Rude. like their their own mind, y'all. I guess because they hold the key right to unlock the Mad House, but they're also in it. And nobody else can get into it. But that skit, though. <laughs> Was it another Willoughby Rags? Because I don't give a fuck about yes. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a story told. Wow. You don't like the story? Track seven feels so right. <laughs> I will not miss any of the others. <laughs> left off of the hell's pit album there's no real reason it was left off that anyone can remember other than the song was never really finished until now mike p played guitar on this like a demonic dragon ninja he murdered it on this one team supreme added lots of frosting on it and finished it off for its ff4 premiere this one is for those who like to backflip into mosh pits it's right up there with the rest of that crazy dark shit on hell's pit so there's a lot of good stuff going on in this uh Mm. putting this in three um with uh with like an unbalanced beat the way that they do uh which kind of gives it like this off kilter feel is is really is a really good call uh it's got a solid build up throughout uh like the 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 energy of it builds with each verse and he's slowly destroying his vocal cords more and more on each hook um oh, that ending <laughs> and it's you know the the whole composition is just really nice. There are a lot of nice touches throughout it. Like uh, there's there's the part where he says something about gunshots or whatever, and you have like a series of them that ring out in there. And that 
It's cool. But this track's boring. <laughs> See, like, this is a really dark song, and for a very long time, I didn't care for it. Yeah. But... Because in recent years, I've grown more appreciative of Hell's Pit, mm -hmm. um, I, I do have a little bit more leniency with this track nowadays. Um, I do think that, unfortunately, it does drag a bit. It is it is kind of a long track. Yeah. Like, on paper, well, it that's doesn't... The thing. It's this... not even that long. Like, it's like a standard length song. It just feels, feels yeah, it so just, it, long. It feels... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like... I will say that the chorus is like that hook part is very unsettling. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I don't understand why they didn't finish it and put it on Hell's Pit. Cause I'm not going to lie. If you took this and, and switched it with, you know, manic, manic depressive, depressive yeah. I wouldn't have been mad. <laughs> I, I just looked up uh, Hell's Pit real quick. That was the first thing that I thought of, but then I was like, let me look up what else is on there and see <laughs> exactly. if there's anything else that would go to. The one song collectively that we were all like, fuck this song. <laughs> but knowing um, knowing them, they would have done something fucking stupid and replaced bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would never do that. And then we'd Probably. never make it through the album. <laughs> <laughs> With the palate cleanser. So yeah, this is... It's, it's definitely... It is... When I say of the time, it's like, yes, this was made during Hell's Pit. There's no fucking question this was made during Hell's Pit. Obviously. Like, it is one of the darkest songs that they've made mm -hmm. that they didn't put on a fucking album. <laughs> it's like, how could they have just... You had a fucking 12-minute fucking song in in Real Underground Baby, but you wouldn't have put this. Real Underground Baby is fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It's a good wrap-up. It's wrap just up. pointless. <laughs> it's just pointless. But... Yeah, if they would have switched this with Manic Depressive, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. But, I mean, at least it's got a home on this album. Yeah. That's all That's all we could ever hope for. Like I said, for, for the thing that it's doing, it is it is very well, like, put together. And there's, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in it. But for me personally, I'm just like, oh, this is a, a bit of a slog. <laughs> But, yeah, you know, that, that happens. That's just the thing that happens. You can do a lot of shit right, and it still just kind of comes out where it's just like, yeah, I don't care for it. <laughs> that's, that's the way to, I'm, gonna give, I'm giving them props for this. It's just for yeah. me, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can move on. No, to I, need to, I, I need to your, put this off. Um, I think that this is I really need favorite to, song so on here. Feels So Right. You said, that was there a skit at the end of Feels So Right? Let's find out. No. There was anything, a skit a couple out here. Do you want to go back to, I mean, to track five and oh we can no, hit oh that no. skit? I didn't mean to do that. No, I meant to, no. I meant to no. do this. Oh no, that's not... Nothing at the end of Feels So Right? No, there is, uh, you know, track five if you want to go to that real quick. No, there's nothing at the end of Feels So Right. Oh man. No. I was really hoping that there might be something. Um, track eight, Homies, Mikey homies, Clark Mix. Yeah, that's my dog. My homies, cause we're down by law. About this life we live And let me try to swerve some of this attention you give To them distant ass relatives over Hamden And if they really missed you so much Why don't they just call it motherfucker? If you wasn't blood, would you still have love? Or in fact, does the blood make you think you 
love my family more than anybody here But my homies are family too Third cousins, get out of here Who was you with when you got tattooed? Tattoo. Who was you tripping with when you did in mushrooms? And who the fuck threw up all over your car And then felt worse than you about the shit in the morning? Who loans your money, homie? Who owns your cash? Who touch your house? I don't know, maybe dishwashing or fucking remixing the perfect song that does not need touched. How could ICP do a song about homies without the big homie himself, Mikey Clark, back up in your frightened ass with a fresh ass remix to the Juggalo Anthem Homies off 2002 Shangri-La. Take a peep at Mike Clark's twist on the Wraith. Mikey Clark did to this what that one guy did to Hocus Pocus. This is fucking bad. You were not happy about this. Why would you take an upbeat song and try to recontextualize it with this lazy ass edgy guitar riff thing going on that you could have just that you may have well may as well have like ripped off from fucking. uh, He did the Jim Johnston. Yeah, yeah. He did the Jim Johnston. It it may as well have been ripped off from like fucking Rock the Dead. Like it's almost that riff if I if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a minute since I've heard it. But like, why? Why? Also, why take every drop into the hook and just make it suck? Like, why do you have we talk about homies? What is that? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> this didn't have to exist. Shmeev, Shmeev messaged me uh, earlier this week, voicing the utter displeasure <laughs> at this song. Uh, I had already been aware of the song Homies. I said before, Homies was the third ICP song that I had ever heard. Um, and so hearing this version was weird, but I didn't hate it. And and I'm going to say, like, is this bad? No. Yes. But they totally change up the entire vibe of the original, and I could not see there being a reason to really like change it up in any other way if they would have taken the original and maybe added more to it okay fine yeah but this this instrumental is fucking cool i i I really like it um i like it belongs uh, literally anywhere else yeah, I, I think I, I really like um, which for one, uh, Shaggy Two Dope, they reuse his pre-chorus from the first one. They do that they, twice. Yeah, yeah, I don't even fucking. Which I think I guess makes sense because his second one is is more like almost freestyled, so it wouldn't have fit like with it's no, it's still um, to the fucking the beat. beat that... I don't know. I don't know why they why they changed it, but um, there's a really really cool like background part that pops up for his part and i think it's also in the chorus like if you put that stuff in the fucking main version of the song i get it but i don't know if maybe he was like mike p didn't do this song the way i would have done it i'm doing it better and they were like 
I mean, it's cool, but I think it's he was not just like I think I think he was spiteful. just like I've been asked to remix a thing, and <laughs> so I'm gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, that might have been the case. <laughs> that might have been the case. And so, yeah, I don't hate this. I I honestly don't. I, do. I I like it, but it is not the original version. It will never take place of the original version. There's just no reason just to at. do it. <laughs> no. There's no there's no reason to take this and kill all of the energy that went into the original one. Like. It's just, it's just not good. <laughs> like, it's just fucking, like I said, like, like literally the, the drop into that hook is a fucking sin. <laughs> like, it's talking about homies. Like, that's, why would you do that? And literally the same thing that I said about the Hocus Pocus remix, where it's just like, what if we just had the same thing going for the whole fucking song? It's like, what? What? <laughs> Come on! Jesus Christ. Shmeev does not like remixes, so we don't like this. We don't like Hocus Pocus. We don't like chicken hunting. Oh, God. Have we found a yeah, single remix? Put some remix fucking so effort in. Though? Put some fucking effort in. <laughs> God damn. Just going off on Mikey Clark. Uh, Go to 332. I want to. Too bad. I'm going to make sure it's exact so I hear as little of this remix as possible. What do you say, Nailed you hum? Let me squeeze your titty a little something, something. Say, why don't you just leave her alone? Hey! What? Fuck you! Was I talking to you, fucker? No. This was worth it. fucking lips! Part 9. Stab! Uh, I believe it's Stalle. I never give an inch. Short arms and deep pockets. Be sure to lock it. Real special. You won't go driving through our neighborhood. You fucking you woman wait on you to sleep Then sneak out on a creep and come back home and kiss you Leave some nud on your cheek because that bitch a freak But you just fake like you a sleepy fucking This motherfucker got a chicken neck Fool ain't never earned a check You took a watch off a dead man after a car wreck A scam and you live your life as weak as you can You fucking Bitch you got a big Fucking ass titties flashing like strobe lights Bitches yeah, know we gotta go, but you ain't fucking tonight You ain't right I think I know what's wrong with you, boo You're fucking Jump back off, get your stale ass off me Jump back off, back your stale ass off This fresh-ass song was created just for this bad bitch, FF4. Shaggy and Jay recorded the song in September 2005. It's a fresh little ditty about some stale-ass people. Shaggy performed the cuts, of course, as only Mr. Club can. This track is like some brand-new old-school for ya. So, this shit played in the movie Death Racers, which is a B-movie parody of the movie Death Race. Stars uh, professional wrestler Raven and ICP. Mm -hmm. This plays so fucking much in that song. I don't know why. I don't know why they picked this song specifically. And they don't even like start it at different points. It literally starts at like the beginning every fucking time. I hate this fucking song all because of that goddamn movie. I have, I have, I, I never really cared for it before. 
it's just so fucking bad. If I hear a song that's got the word stale in it, I want to be listening to the staleness from The Wraith. So yeah, I fucking hate this song. I, I thought I thought it was good to be stale, but all of a sudden it's not good. Aren't they always gonna be stale? He said that he was sorry that he's stale. Right, but then he they but do he say they're always gonna be stale. He, he said that well, Isham said no. it, but you know, he was speaking for all of them. Yeah, that's true. And also mm. in the second verse uh, of this track, they're talking about these rappers spitting wicked shit with panties on under their jeans, acting like they're Top Gun, but run when I pop on, uh, disrespecting the style, etc., etc. Um, and they should quit before they boot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so obviously this is them taking shots back at Twisted uh, after all of the disses that Twisted have been dropping in this era. ICP has finally taken a shot back on this album that nobody's going to listen to except Mike. <laughs> song's boring. <laughs> it's not We've good. not had a good run it's, of songs so far. <laughs> it is it is it is not this is, good. This is not a good song. I like I like I said I get so fucking annoyed at it cuz there's nothing like interesting about it. Aside like, from I'm the so, ongoing sorry, saga of the ICP versus Twisted conflict, that's that's the most interesting thing about it. And as as I Were feel like I've covered a lot, real real quick, real quick, rap beef to to, to 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 break for a moment. Did did Dustin send you the probably the that they sent me? Of, I, I suspect of, of of like it was like monoxide says one thing, and then. <laughs> Yeah, put you <laughs> over Michael Jordan says, and I took that as a violent J does. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I I am just fairly like I don't I don't like this fucking song. I really don't. No, it's it's bad. Uh, Go to oh my god. Oh sorry, you got something else? I mean, I was gonna try to move on. Uh, but here we are. I, I can't move on. Yeah. It's okay. This this is actually one that's okay. I doubt it. 318. All right. And uh, before we dive into 318, I just want to note uh, that I, I checked Twitter and found out that uh, today it's the 25th anniversary of the release of All Eyes on Me. Tupac's classic. All Eyes on Me. So, uh, yeah, Tupac, this one's for you. Some of us own dope cars that fail to exist. Some of us have profiles. Nobody else fits and Some ain't got time for them monks in Tibet because my own kids are hungry and they're looking for me to shit. <laughs> Bodies flying to the sky. Sorry, I dedicated that to you, Tupac. Bodies flying to the sky and explode. Bodies flying to the sky and explode. And then the blood rains all over the road. Never seen anything like my first day in the pit. I see this lady trying to hang out to some kid. No give. He flew straight up into the sky and completely exploded. And then the fucking blood shower unloaded. Holy fuck, I'm tripping out. I felt it and fucking threw up. And then another ninja flew up and blew up. I'm like, fuck. I tried to call my mom. I grabbed a bloody payphone. But the phone bit my ear off, left a hole in my dome. Our bodies flying to the sky and explode. I 
seen a fella sitting on the curb. This crazy ass song was one of the first songs recorded for the Hell's Pet album back in early 2004, but it never made the final cut. Ninjas just plain felt that the song wasn't quite good enough for Hell's Pit. A sample loop of this song was later heard on ICP.com for a while, and many, many juggalos wrote in and asked where the sample was from. Well, now they can peep the freshness in its entirety. Who didn't think this was... I mean, like, I understand why it's not a fit for Hell's Pit, necessarily, because this is more along the bowling ball side of ICP than anything else on Hell's Pit. I guess, but they did leave Manic Depressive on there. Yeah, I know. Never gonna let that let that down, ICP. <laughs> you could you could have you could have had this on. There. And this this um, is like a pretty straightforward it. ICP track. Like it's yeah. it's pretty good. It, it remind it, <laughs> what popped into my head whenever I was trying to think of like you know what I what I was thinking of whenever I was listening to this. It's like a guts on the ceiling kind of thing. You know, it's just like a yeah. I didn't even think of that. It's that it's it's that thing. It's just you know there's there's violent shit happening and whatever. <laughs> And I mean, he straight up says like first his first day in the pit. Like, yeah, he he does acknowledge that right we, at the beginning. We are we are directly like tying this with the Hell's Pit album, and I think this could have fit. I really do. Yeah. Uh, this was produced by Esham, so hmm. uh, I can't remember. I think he only did like a handful of songs on Hell's Pit. I don't remember any of. Them. I think most of it was done by Mike P. But. Yeah, this is, there's not much to say about this one, personally, because it's fairly run-of-the-mill, um, but it is an interesting song concept, and I think they did it pretty well. Yeah. I just don't get why they didn't put it on Hell's Pit, <laughs> and there's other songs that could have been switched for it. Just saying. Just saying. Yeah. That's it. It's a good track. Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Uh, we, we've all broken right. the well, curse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked some of the other stuff, but still. Well. All right, moving on. Track 11, Wicked Rapper's Delight. I see P and Nisha, Wicked Rapper's Delight. 2015, the wicked shit, it's time to get high. Fuck your fucking shit up for some wicked shit. Detroit's legendary demon Lupatera. Staring you right back through your eyes in the mirror. Blowing out your brain, spontaneous combustion. Lyrics like a barrel in each ear and I'm busting. Fire breathing wicked shit and melting microphones. Blowing speakers into flames, setting fire to your home. How many times you gonna say I need help? Who gives a fuck if I murder myself? I'm thinking suicidal thoughts, I shot a gay preacher. I didn't do my homework, so I shot my teacher. I dropped out the next day, fuck a GED. Then I went and clowned the industry with ICP. Threw up the 313. To let you know it's me, Esham's dope ho, I'm the king of the D. I stole a fucking fire truck and drove it through a Wendy's. All that happened to me was a bullet in the kidneys. I almost died, never look at me, I ride again. What's really happened in reality is pretend. You can blow my fucking head off, I'll just throw another. My brain and myself, we don't even know each other. Someone's in the darkness crawling out of my closet door. That's what the nines in the mattress for. This song is some true classic sound and wicked shit. Detroit murderous style. Old school flows on an old school hard ass track. No hooks in the song, no hook needed. Just wicked shit from front to finish. Recorded in September 2005 just for FF4 and just for true fans of the old school. And uh, this was produced by Esham. So this is what SV should have been. Yeah, I guess. So, because I don't remember things at all. You know, you know okay. how, how it goes. Was Esham shooting in the dark at R. Kelly, or was he, like, always a creep? I 
feel like he was taking shots at a lot of people in the industry. Um, right, but he specifically names R. Kelly as as and, and implies. <laughs> I don't know if if there was anything else said on any prior records, but I mean, I don't mean like I mean. In terms of things known about R. Kelly, I don't remember. Was was he always like a creep at the, from the time that we knew this, or was this a? Uh, a did, did we know R. Kelly was a piece of shit here? I don't yeah, remember I think, when that was because I, I don't. I think that trial was around then. I don't have knowledge of history. <laughs> yeah, I think I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that those allegations popped up around then. It might have been, even been a little bit earlier than that. Yeah. Okay. That's that's all I want to know. Yeah, I wasn't sure I if he know. was shooting in the dark or if he was, uh, if it was just like a known thing that he was just popping off at because you know, I don't know. <laughs> it shows up on the news and then like the next day they decided to write it. <laughs> just like, or he just yes, this is top, or he just fires it off and then it shows up on the news and they're like, whoa, Isham is Nostradamus. Anyway, I'd rather hear Sugar Hill Gang rap about nothing. For 14 minutes and 36 seconds. Hell yeah, man. Because that is literally the length of Rapper's Life. Hell yeah. <laughs> I do love that song, though. It's great. <laughs> I remember that they put that on fucking Tony Hawk Underground 2. <laughs> but it's only the first three verses. Because <laughs> Rapper's Life's a long song. If, if y'all have never listened to it, like, go oh, yeah. look it up. 14 minutes, 36 seconds. You might re- uh, realize that part of it got sampled later on. For part of the song "Crazy Rap" by uh, Afro Man. Look at that! So there you go. Has nothing to do with this song, but still. Like I mean, I actually, it has something to do with this, this song. <laughs> in name only. In, in I don't mind this one actually. Yeah. I don't mind it. It's okay. Um, like I said, I think this is what Supervillain should have been. Just ICP and Esham rapping as a group, no gimmicks, like nothing necessary for that. This works, and again, I think they do some of their best work when they work with each other because it's kind of like, like friendly competition of who can outrate the other. <laughs> this is just an instance where Shaggy Tudup is also making verses. Yeah, and it's not just Jay versus Isham. So that's it. Jay and Isham, and Shaggy's here too. Yeah. <laughs> Track number twelve. Panties. Rappers hey, delight. yo, Shaggy man. Hey, nigga, you too dumb. I mean, you too. Hey, Shaggy too dope, man. Too fresh, man. Panties hoes. Tell these hoes what's up, man. Do something, man. What do these hoes do? Pull your panties to the side. Pull your panties to the side. Pull your panties. Pull your panties. Pull your panties to the side. We in the limo drunk. In the back. So let me hit it from the back. We in the limo drunk. In the back, so let me hit it from the back. Pull your panties to the side. Pull your panties to the side. Pull your panties. Pull your panties. Pull your panties to the side. We in the limo trunk. In the back, so let me hit it from the back. We in the limo trunk. In the back, so let me hit it from the back. This 
song's bass set the security alarm off in the studio. The cops came and took Seam Supreme to jail for weed. It was originally recorded for Shaggy's Fuck the Fuck Off solo album, but since that album has been delayed, we figured we'd give you all a taste of that dopeness in advance. This track was completely schooled by Shaggy to dope himself, and it's all across your face with bass. They certainly recorded this. They did. So, Fuck the Fuck Off will be, I think, the first record from 2006 that we will cover. And this is not on it, so... Yeah. Kudos to them for not <laughs> just reusing shit. Um, like two other songs on here um, will be. Anyways, this literally just sounds like it would have been an interlude song. Yeah. Like it doesn't sound like it was something that was either finished because there's no other like verses. Yeah, you've, you've heard the whole song. Yeah. So they probably could have just like put this in the middle of the album as a break. Yeah. Okay, fine. And it it did that, not need to be okay. three minutes long. <laughs> no, it did not. Um, but I mean, that's okay because part of it is a skit. Um, Track thirteen. If you can't but beat this them, entire, join them. No, <laughs> <laughs> I missed one. I will not miss another. Um, but yeah, this entire track was done um, by Two Dope um, with some additional production by Team Supreme. So Two Dope, I, I honestly like the track. I think it's. I think it's. It's got an all right. Good. Like it has. It, yeah. Yeah, it's got it's got an old school like dance beat, like early '90s style. Yeah, and I dig it. It sounds cool. Subject matter could be better. Yeah. <laughs> Effort could have been made there. Effort could have been made. Anyway, track thirteen. If you can't beat them, join them. Anyways, uh, two fifty one. Come here, man. Check it no. Out. You know the laughing. At no. Me. You know what I'm saying? Come down here, man. You join the carnival. Man. Track 13, if you can't beat him, John. Oh, God! Come here, man. Check it out. You know, they're laughing at you, man. Fuck them, man. You know what I'm saying? Come down here, man. Enjoy the carnival, man. Gangsters banging, left straight hanging. Freakazoid bass heads bearing changes. Homeless hobos pushing dead bodies in a car. Uh, listen to the good part. Pack of wild dogs. This was recorded uh, probably sometime around Fuck Off because he recycled his clown love opening line. This is where one of these is, is, is definitely wrong. This song was recorded all the way back in 1992. It was recorded for the Terror Wheel EP. So there's clearly something wrong there. 
Uh, ICP and Mikey Clark never really felt this song had enough flavor, and so they scratched the whole thing. The music was later used for the song Schizophrenic on Terror Wheel, but this was the track's first go-around. Classic, classic clown shit found for you on FF4. This was not made in 1992. Um, this would have had to have been uh, probably in 1994, I think, um, for Terror Wheel. I mean, depends on how long they wanted to release Terror Wheel for. <laughs> well, Terror Wheel was after Ringmaster, which was in 90. Well, it was in 94, but I mean, it depends on how long they were working on that EP for. They could have just had it sitting. There's no fucking way. Mike! There's no fucking way. There's no way. You've listened to this group for so fucking long, and you have not yet picked up on their complete inability to release things when they intend to. They probably the, had fucking... By, by the time this episode comes out, I wonder if Yum Yum Bedlam will have released. Dog Beats was probably, like, recorded when they were five fucking years old, and it just took them that long to get their shit together. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty sure this was wrong. I think it would have had to have been recorded in 1994 um, for Terror Wheel. Because it doesn't make sense for them to have done that. Um, I did not realize though that the the instrumental was was schizophrenic. So I'm gonna have to re-listen to that and check that out. Well, let but, me think. So okay, Terror Wheel was after Ringmaster, right? Produce and mix at the disc. Huh. Correct. Ringmaster, then there's Terror Wheel, and Tunnel of Love were both released in between. No, Tun- Tunnel of Tunnel Love was Love. after Riddlebox. Okay, Riddlebox. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, they, up until, um, Malenka was the last one where every LP they released, they, they an put EP an EP after. in between. Okay. Hmm. Odd. Yeah, so, that's, that's why I'm like, they clearly, like, there's a, mistype there but still maybe they were prepping it already Uh, maybe they expected to release it earlier than they did as happens frequently and i i I would find it more like back at that time i'd understand it because you know they're doing all this shit themselves they don't have money so Mm -hmm. delays are going to happen right that's just kind of the way that it works shit doesn't fall doesn't go through they gotta fucking work through it. Yeah, I I have no idea. Um, that said, the track itself, I really like this one actually. Um, it is right. for the most part a two dope solo track. There is a little bit of Jay um, towards the end. He kind of does like a crooning part, <laughs> as weird as it is, yeah, he does. and then he just kind of just goes off and rambles towards the end. Anyway, yeah, it was very clearly made around the same time as, like, fuck off, because he did just straight up bite his own line at the beginning of it. Well, it's not the first time that we have seen or will have seen something like that. Yeah. Like, man, I really liked this line that I had in this song that we decided not to put out. I'm going to reuse it because I think it's a cool line. It's just a shame that he went and was like, what if I reminded you of a song that you like way more than this one? Right at the beginning of it. Remember that song that was also on a Forgotten Freshness album? (laughs) And it was a high point. It was. It was. Clown Love's a good song. 
It is a it is a good song. I do enjoy that one quite a bit. All so right. I guess you uh, know what? Thanks for reminding me of the better times on this somewhere here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Track 14. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. Coming over Mac 10. Shaggy too dope and find a chain with hearts full of wicked tree. Bitch, fuck what you saying. I'm plugging one through your cranium for two in my pocket. It's like the rhythm of my world, dude. Can't shit stop it. Nobody move. Nobody move. Nobody Bomb-ass track was recorded on the road during the Hell's Pit tour. Shaggy, Jay, and Mac-10 recorded their lyrics right in the back of the tour bus. The track was done by a very talented ninja in Dallas, Texas, named Erotic D. ICP has wanted to work with Erotic D since they first heard his music on a DOC album years ago, and this was their chance. ICP and Mac-10 clicked right away on the tour, and it was evident right away that a track was going down. Here it is, finally, live and direct on FF4. It's interesting hearing them like taking a minute to play reg- regular gangsta on a track like really yeah huh? it's a pretty good track so that's all right it's pretty solid mac 10's uh, verse mac is 10, pretty good yeah uh, mac 10 uh of the group west side connection i have not listened to a lot of their stuff um i am most familiar with their song um uh, gangsta nation um which also has uh nate dog it is classic go check it out if you've never heard it it's incredible um, that group also has uh, Ice Cube in it, so <laughs> another reason to go and check it out. <laughs> like, for some reason, like, even even after you read that and they were like, yeah, you know, we had a good time, got along real well on the tour and all that stuff, I'm still imagining, like, they started recording this and Jay gets, like, two lines into his verse where he's just like, like, clown with a hatchet, and he's like, none of that clown shit! <laughs> <laughs> Jay's like, I'm, cl- I'm sorry, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll be back and he <laughs> goes back to the front of the bus to write for him <laughs> I don't know and then Shaggy's just sitting there like like he hears that and he's like alright I only gotta scratch out like three things <laughs> um yeah I, I love I, I actually like a lot of this this is a track that, like, I've, I I know of it. I just never, like, listened to it more. But, man, this is a fucking cool track. It is. Like, the beat is insane. Mac-10 seems to click really well on it. Like, this seems like his forte. Yeah, yeah. Um, And ICP are doing what they can to, like, not make it look stupid. That <laughs> 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 they get to work with this dude. Yeah. Um, Which I, I like. I... I I really like that about when ICP work with 
somebody that they obviously have a great deal of respect for within rap mm-hmm. because they're not trying to like make them look foolish. Right. You know, for, for working with them. Um, and they also want to kind of like step up their, their shit for it too. Like, mm-hmm. unfortunately we didn't get something spectacular out of like the shaggy show with Snoop Dogg or bitches where they had to, you know, go with what came out of that. Yeah. Um, they and they did it, you know. They yeah. They took the material <laughs> and they they rolled with it, you know. But like Dead End with Ice T mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. a fucking good song with great verses by all three people, and it none of them seem out of place. And I think that that also happens here. But like I said, I, the fact that it seems like they did not want to do something that was going to make you know the person who's a guest on their track look foolish for doing so. Yeah, really. Well, I mean, they they were just, it was like a a twofold thing where it's like not only the other person rapping on it, but also the producer who they were working with for it. It was like a whole different thing. Yeah. So that's, it's cool. It's, it goes to show like people give ICP a lot of shit and I'll never stop jokes. Yeah. But, but they give them a lot of shit for, you know, the clowns and, and being a joke (laughs) when in reality, ICP have a great deal of respect for rap music because they've listened to it their whole fucking lives. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it, I just, I really like that that's how they view this. And it's like an opportunity to make something very, very cool and make everybody involved look good. So I like that. They're jobbers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Sometimes the jobbers turn out to be really fucking good oh, in the I long run. I, I'm dog. <laughs> going to tell you a little story about these two guys called Matt and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> you may have heard of them. Were they jobbers, really? I mean, in some oh, cases, yeah, they, they started, out, they starting, started out. out. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, like, they were they were they were like lifetime jobbers who Spe- are especially fucking... when especially when uh, Jeff Hardy started and he was technically like not of age. Oh, really? His very first his very first raw appearance. He's 16 years old. Oh, he shit. lied about his age. Yeah, damn. Yeah, well, like 16 or 17. Yeah. So. Kai and Ty, though, man. Lifetime jobbers. Amazing, amazing fucking workers in the ring. Mm-hmm. All right. Let us move on to track number 15. Yours begins tonight. I really ain't got no in 2002 this rock jam was initially made for icp shangri-la album (laughs) it was left off because the clowns felt it was just too soft icp was feeling really positive and happy during the days of diamond rain as evident on this rare never before heard song 
Far from a rap song, the song taps into a side of ICP never heard before, the Shangri-La album, and never heard since. Welcome to the roller coaster of ICP and FF4. This is about being initiated into a cult. Or taking a really big chance and risking it all, one or the other. Sometimes those are the same thing. <laughs> I like this one a lot. It's pretty good. I really do. And yeah, if you if I wouldn't have told you the the little intro thingy, you would have known for sure. Like, yes, this was clearly made for the Wraith. Yeah. There is nothing negative about this. This is either the Wraith um, or it's freshly made for this. One or the other. I'd take either side of that. I would only argue against that in that the stuff that was made for this specifically didn't really have any of the rock stuff to it because well, that was mostly just ICP. Right, but I mean, like, Mike P's still there. He's not fucking dead, is he? <laughs> I don't know. I don't see anything else with, with Mike P on here. Oh, okay. I mean, we haven't um, announced I mean, that he left yet, so... That was my thing is, like, yes, there were songs on here that featured Mike P, but I don't know if the stuff was actually done. Like, Feel So Right had Mike P right, on but that it, was, uh, that was track that wasn't finished. Yeah. Right, but yeah, so I don't know if, if stuff wasn't, like, finalized by then. I don't know when Mike P left. But yeah, I really enjoy the song. I I like the positive shit. I can't help it. Yeah. Right. Like, that is enjoyable to me. It's pleasant to my ear holes. And I like The Wraith a lot, so... It's a good album. It makes sense that I would like this. And... Yeah, it's a bummer that this wasn't left on the Wraith itself, but I could honestly, I would have a much harder time trying to decide what would be removed from that to put this in its place um, than, you know, feel so right with Nick Depressive. Well, let's see so. here. What do we have? The staleness. Um, no, the staleness it. is so good. The staleness is so fucking good. Staleness, it's gone. No, Bye. it's so good. Maybe Ain't Your Bidness? I don't remember. I don't know. Well, Ain't Your Business has um, supervillains on it yeah. as well. Yeah, we it? can cut that. <laughs> I don't remember. It might have yeah, it on there. Give, maybe. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cut anything from the right that's so good. I do. Staleness. Ain't your business. I don't know. We'll have to go we'll have to go back to our Wraith episode and remember what it was we took off. <laughs> that might be the only time that we've talked about going back to an episode and I'd be I I'd think about it. <laughs> I probably won't do it, but I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like yours begins tonight. It's it's pretty happy. Good. It's positive. Yeah. It's it's very it's very uh, inspiring. It feels good to belong like in a cult. <laughs> yes, as all technicians do. Yeah. Track number sixteen, CPK's Mike P. Mike 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 the other one, Mikey e. Clark, but not Mike P. <laughs> Mike P. E. Clark. Stop it! Murdering a priest, we went into the confession. Cause he took off his clothes and cut some yay white on his Bible top and 
What? I thought so. You've been schooled. Mikey Clark comes extra wicked and correct, showing you what his styles sound like within the realm of Hell's Pit. Crooked Preacher Killers and Mikey Clark. Who in all of the underground would have thunk it? Bitch, expect the unexpected from the Hatchet Boys. Always. Is this different than the original? So, that was my thing is, did this improve the original? And I don't know. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm asking a completely different question. Did it change? It Because here's what I, I didn't do. Just... I didn't go back and listen to the original. <laughs> Neither did I. And I mean, do you want to no, try real quick and find no, out? No, I don't. Okay. Because <laughs> I care about this about as much as I cared about the original. You know, here's, here's a remix that I don't think sucks worse than the original i think it's just i think they're both just kind of whatever but you also just don't care about the exactly original. yeah so the mike, mike spawn the se clark did did you know what he did the um so they put these two tracks on here and i don't know if the idea for this was already um in the works or not but in 2006, we do get a two-disc release of the Wraith Remix albums. I do have this on the list. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't know if these were just the precursor to them or if they put them on here because they were like, well, stuff has gotten pushed back, so we're going to pop these on here just so people have an idea of what's going on. Are they so also on the Remix albums? They are. Jesus Christ. So we obviously won't talk about them again then as we you know, tend to do with anything that shows up twice um, unless there's something significantly different with it. But yeah. yeah, it's, it's cool that we get them on here. If only because it shows that, Hey, they're on good terms with Mikey Clark again <laughs> and they're working with him directly because, you know, remember a lot of people were very, very disappointed that Mikey Clark left mm. and there's people who didn't care for the Wraith because they didn't like Mike P's style but Mike P did what he could over the course of, what was it, four years or so with he, Psychopathic? He did good work. Four or five years. Um, so again, it is reassuring that we get to see that, yes, ICP and Mikey Clark were destined by fate to to come back together again. So, unfortunately, the two tracks they showed us were just ones that, again, don't really care about CPKs too much, didn't care for it much on Hell's Pit in the first place. Yeah. And Homies is such a drastic difference. While I don't hate the song, it has nothing on the original. And unfortunately, that's what just what really we have to stick with. It's, it's awful. It's sad. But you know what's not awful? Uh, at 3.01. It's so Final f- skit oh on this album. God. Since you skipped one of them. Doing my, doing my quick math here. It's too long of a skit. Try <laughs> up, Richard! He's gone! Help me! Try to untie my hands! Rats, Julie, I'm trying to help myself! Help! Help! Somebody, anybody, help! Hey, quit screaming, bitch! What are you doing with These the are the classic, like this? Classic. I don't even know I'm with him! Unskippable outros that Mike is known for loving on ICP albums. What do you say like you and me finished it right together? Only if I can suck on your balls. Sure, you can kiss my ass too if you like. Sounds good. Yeah, I know it does, bitch! Cause I run shit! Oh, God! 
Track 17, Swallow This Nut. Aloha, ho, Big Joe on the intro. Mind thinking your mouth, it's that simple. I'm Bonnie J with a gang of dick. For you and them rabbits that you hanging with. My clown paint glows in the dark, don't be scared. And if something starts tickling your ass, it's my beard, bitch. I'm freaky, you need to be slobbing me down and swallow me up. China man, follow me up. Ripping hoes from state to state. Dicking them out, nuts on her face. Daddy Longstroke tried to kill her dinosaurs cause I love the way she choked on my Johnson. Does this take like you do a slurpee and the sounds you make make me more horny. So swallow this nut cause you love the taste and if you don't it'll be on your face. She sexy, sex, don't spit it out. She caught it, caught it, it in your mind. All in the face, make a real sucker. Won't say it's great. We all She sexy, sex, don't spit it out. She caught it, caught it. Another megaton bomb that was constructed just for FF4's freshness in September of 2005. ICP recruited a few Juggalo favorite legendary MCs for this fresh song about hoes. Fritz the Cat provided the incredibly dope-ass track, MC Breed and Fish and Grits threw the hook down. Songs about bitches and hoes are always fresh, especially coming from this crew of ninjas. So yeah, this track features Fresh Kid Ice, Fish and Grits, MC Breed, and Vanilla Ice. Yeah. So, okay. Does Breed have a verse on this? Yes. Okay, I thought, is, I thought so. He is after the first Because course. when I listened to this, and while I was taking my notes, I said to myself, this is not an ICP song that is featuring MC Breed. This is an MC Breed <laughs> song that is featuring ICP and all these other people. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> like, this beat, the, I, I'm surprised that it was Fritz, honestly. But I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's fucking yeah. rap. But this is not made it's for cool. ICP. This is made for Breed. This is a, this is made for him. <laughs> um, Yeah. Oh, real quick, before we really go into this, this is off topic, but I'm sorry, because I, I don't want to forget about it. Yeah. Uh, Blaze recently did an AMA on Twitter. He did. And, you know, you did a hashtag and he was answering questions all day. And so, like, a half hour after I saw this, I asked him about, like, how the thing with Breed happened for too many bitches. And he responded. He basically said that, you know, because Breed was signed to UMZ, um, they already had a, a hookup there. So he asked if he'd be interested in in doing the track um, because Blaze already had the the chorus and things uh, down, and Breed loved it, so he just wanted to do it himself and also lace it up with more more stuff to it. And I'm like, yeah. that's kind of what I figured might have been the case, but it's still really fucking cool, and I like that we got an actual answer for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so you know the the big mystery that we had in Colton Grundy <laughs> solved. Yeah, it's just, um, he was, but anyway, he was there. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was fucking cool as hell. Um, so yeah, you got um. Breed, which I didn't even realize it was MC Breed until we were doing the notes and shit. Really? I did not fucking pay attention. That really? I was like, oh shit, fucking MC Breed. You didn't hear his and voice? Now, well, again, like I barely listened to the new prescription until we were doing it on the show. Yeah. So I wasn't as familiar with it. And then I'm like, oh fuck, it's Breed. But like, now I'm like, now I gotta go listen it, to his older now shit. Now that we've done yeah. it, like I feel like you would have recognized that voice. Right, on the- <laughs> right. So now I'm like, man, I, I should go and listen to some of Breed's earlier he, stuff. He has I'm a sure specific like. like drawl. Like his, his yeah. he has an accent like it, in his voice. But I dig it. It's just so, it's like, it's fucking iconic to me right now as a person who's it heard one so, album from him. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking cool. 
Um, that said, sorry. Um, the the biggest the biggest draw for this song for me was one vanilla ice. <laughs> of course. Now, I got this album in 2007 or so. And I hadn't even thought about the fact that it was in 2005, I believe. Vanilla Ice had released his album Platinum Underground. I knew about this because he was on the show Attack of the Show. Oh, my God. And there was like a, a, a run up saying that he was going to be the host of it. Like they, he was he was replacing somebody else. And it ended up being kind of just a gag, and it was just to promote his album. He wasn't going to be the actual host, but it was to promote Platinum Underground. And I remember trying to find this album for so fucking long, and eventually my mom did get it for me, and I was so excited. Played the fuck out of that record, man. To this day, I still love it. Not amazing, but I love it a lot. But there's a song on there. It is literally Ninja Rap 2. Oh, my God. And there is a line. Where he says, when we rage at the gathering with ICP, screaming, fuck the world, let's all live free. I wasn't listening to Insane Clown Posse at the time, so I didn't know anything about that shit. <laughs> and then I fast forward a couple years later and I hear this and I'm like, fuck, they got fucking vanilla ice <laughs> on this shit? And the first half of his verse is a direct rip from his song Hooked way back on his debut album to the extreme. Oh my God. Which I played the fuck of whenever I was younger. Of course. I love it. I fucking love it. Now, obviously, yes, this wasn't the first time that Vanilla Ice worked with ICP. They did um, Insane Killers, which we heard back on FF3. But this track is just smooth. I love this fucking song. It's really good. I really, really like it. Nobody outshines anybody else except for maybe Breed. Breed's I mean, really fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the I love the beginning of uh, Two Dope's verse. <laughs> I don't remember it. Hey, ladies, fuck off and lick nuts. <laughs> just, just, just Shaggy being Shaggy. Shaggy being a classy, classy man. I love this track. It's good. It's really good. I got I got nothing. I got might be might be. Out of what we've covered on this show, might be one of my favorite posse cuts. Hmm. Straight up. Does it beat Ninjas in action? No. no. Nothing's going to beat Ninjas in action. <laughs> we're, we're never going to find a track that does that. If we do, we will have to have a proper eulogy for Ninjas in action, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. <laughs> Our eulogy will just be a 24-hour stream where we have it playing constantly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'll finally be able to, to memorize uh, more of the verses. Gotta, gotta get Legs Diamond's uh, second verse down. So, that is Forgotten Freshness 4. It is. Again, this was the first ICP album that I ever purchased with my own money. And you kept listening. And I kept listening. If somebody can become a fan of ICP based off of this record, and it's a compilation that comes with it, then they'd be the exact kind of person who would be a fan of Vanilla Ice, too. <laughs> Don't hate, man. I love Vanilla Ice. No, he's good. <laughs> if anybody can find me a copy of his album WTF, I will pay you for it. I'm dead serious because I can't fucking find it anywhere. 
sucks. It's the only one I'm not. I don't own. Huh. I have like all uh, six or seven others. <laughs> Still waiting on his psychopathic records release because he technically was signed. Do you, Do you have all of his releases on the HGTV uh, label? So, anyways, uh, <laughs> Forgotten Freshness Four <laughs> is. Honestly, like, we gave it a lot of grief, but I do have nostalgia for it. I gave it a lot And of I grief. recognize <laughs> that I have nostalgia for it. That said, I still like this compilation more than I think, like, FF1 and 2. But I think it's only because of the fact that this encompasses a wider range of, again, the, the time frame of ICP. So you can really see, like, what they did. This one, for me, is front-loaded with a whole lot of mediocre and just outright bad <laughs> up until the half. And then it kind of it kind of picks up for the end of it. There's some mm. stuff here and there. But, I mean, goddamn. They, they, they just really made me just slog through the first parts of this. Like, the people is okay. Clown walk is whatever. And it's just like... It's downward trend. Madhouse kind of picks it up, but even I mean, that, I'm just kind of like, it is whatever. It is, it is, it is totally like that. Is that is up to you? <laughs> but what are the three favorites for you? I, mean, I definitely have to go swallow this nut. It's really good. Um, <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh, bodies fly. You do bodies fly. Um, Um, I think Swallow This Nut was really good. <laughs> uh, there's also Bodies Fly. That was a good one. I don't know. <laughs> Did I care about this song? Were you, were you a good song? You know, they're laughing at you, man. Come down and That was a good, good I guess if you can't beat him, John, I can go with that. <laughs> Maybe nobody move. It's hard to tell. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I would go with uh, Swallow This Nut as well. Uh-huh. But what song? I think, I th- I think I'm going to go a slightly different direction. I think I'm going to go with If I Was King. And... It's it's either the people or if you can't beat them, join them. Um, you know, for the sake of having something different, I'll go with I'll go with the people. But if you can't beat them, join them would be a, a really close uh, runner up. Uh, what are we cutting? I would get rid of Forgotten Freshness Volume Four. <laughs> I'm getting rid of Stale. Fuck that song. Like I, I was like, man, I really don't like CPKs that much. So even the original one, but man, I fucking hate stale. I really can't stand that fucking song. Get rid of Dear ICP or Panties or Wicked Rappers Delight. Stale. I don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, that was FF4. Next episode, we are going to talk about. Um, the Hallow Wicked compilation that was uh, packaged with this. Yes. It is 13 songs. However, we have already talked about eight of them. We have talked about um, quite a few Hallow Wicked's. <sighs> well, we talked about 
Um, <sighs> seven of them. Yeah. There's there's a, an intro track. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anything special about it, so we'll probably hear that. But um, as you guys know, we don't talk about tracks that we've already discussed. So we might briefly be like, oh yeah, we talked about this on blank episode. So if you see any of those ones that are coming up that we may have already talked about, go back to those episodes and check them out. Most of them are on um, Forgotten Freshnesses. Yeah, seriously. Um, I think the only one that might have been something different was um, uh, one track was on uh, Psychopathics from Outer Space and the other was on The Pendulum. So, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about The Pendulum. So next episode should be a fairly short one of us only talking about five or six songs. <laughs> we will so, see. So, yeah. Thank you, as always, for listening to us rant about this stuff. This is a... Nice having pretty, you. Yeah, we, we really appreciate it. And you can let us know what you think about this episode and any other episodes that uh, that you've you've listened to. You can hit us up on our various social medias, like our Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Our Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Our Instagram. At Juggalo Judgment. You can send an email to... Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com uh, you can hit us up on our uh, personal uh, pages uh, my twitter is at Mike Spawn the S-E-J at Schmeave and you can hit me up on my personal instagram at straight edge juggalo I respond pretty well honestly so um, <laughs> go ahead and, and hit us up go ahead and leave reviews wherever you listen to your podcasts tell us that we're garbage do it because that's apparently what people like you doing won't. on there <laughs> I, we don't get that much you know? of that actually <laughs> go go ahead leave us a review leave us a five-star review but also tell us uh, a better podcast than us <laughs> um, just to recommend to the people who don't like preachy podcasts uh, go go have and ask ICP directly <laughs> who they should go to <laughs> Tag us and all the other Juggalo podcasts and ICP when you're complaining yes. about us. Yes. So so you're tagging us. You're tagging Dim Carnival. You're tagging uh, the Jekyll Buddies in there. And what Jekyll is Buddies. Yeah. So just let let all of us know that we're not good, um, and we'll we'll try and recommend all, you. Hey, the... you know what? Go to go to Murder Mayhem show. They mm-hmm. they do a Juggalo podcast. Uh, and go to uh, Beneath the Dirt. But guess what? Uh, Beneath the Dirt. He bitches about why we haven't gotten our stuff yet, same as I do. So you might not like him. Hit, hit up, <laughs> hit up Twisted History, uh, who we are yes. feuding with forever. While well, Mike is, no, I'm not. I'm we're cool not. I'm not feuding with him. I love, I love him. We're he's he's my homie. But for real, um, you know, go go have a listen. As I, as I brought up at the beginning, I'm just gonna just gonna throw a reminder in there. What is a Juggalo podcast? Go go check out the one that I was on and the one that maybe Mike has been on by the time that this album this episode's released. Uh, it would have dropped on uh, if you're looking for that episode specifically. Uh, it came out on uh, February 12th. Yes. So well, go ahead and check that out. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Okay, yeah, it, was <laughs> it was up last night. That's right. I forgot. He uploaded it really really weird times. He just kind of throws it up whenever he feels like you know what rock on. Fair enough. So yeah, so, go 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 yep. have a listen to that. Go listen to Dim Carnival and all them other people that we mentioned in there. Whatever. <laughs> Show love. There's a whole lot of shit out there to listen to. There really is, which is why I get too like nervous and I never listen to anything. <laughs> it's true. Choice paralysis. It's hard. It really is. You have no fucking idea. So. But with all that, there's only one thing left to do. 
What's that? Finish your Vago. Too many bitches I can like they don't they suck. Don't then suck. become a rider when they taste that nut.